Hi, this is Quinn Wynn and Jesse Chu, co-founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season five. We're here to share our paper flower journey, engage with makers and artists, and support other female entrepreneurs. Follow along as we give a voice to and nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Paper Talk. Today, we have Eileen Lim with us of Miss Petal and Bloom. Hello, Eileen. Hi. It's so good to be back. Thank you for having me back. It's a big honor to come back on the podcast. Oh my God, you guys. If you want to listen to her very first episode, this was like more than 100 episodes back on episode number 19. This is when we first got to talk with Eileen. And I feel like when we just like hop on the phone call, we're like, we just started talking and it was just like catching up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was wonderful. I feel like conversation. I can't wait to meet you in person. It's going to be. Oh my amazing. gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. I need to hug you both. Eileen, <laughs> <laughs> tell us our listeners who might not be aware of who you are. I don't know who out there, but there might be one or two people who don't know who you are. <laughs> tell us a little bit about you, what you do, where you're from. And, and then we'll get onto the really, really great stuff. Yes. Okay. So, hi, I'm Eileen from Miss Petal and Bloom, and I'm from Singapore, which is a very small country. I make great paper flowers for a living. It's my full time job. I was fully self taught, and I was just very much inspired by, you know, all the paper flowers I saw on Instagram. And I started about six, seven, no, six years ago, five years ago, 2019. I started in 2000, no. I started in 2015. <laughs> oh my gosh, my brain is not working. Okay. I started well, that means that you, me, Margie, I think all started, started at the same time. Yes, the same year. Yes, yeah. I remember that. I was like, yeah, we started the same year. And yeah, it's been a great journey since then. Yeah. I can't oh, believe you've been so modest, you guys. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, considering all the collabs you do, all the paper flowers you make, and you've turned it into a full-time gig, which is amazing, like to be able to support yourself making paper flowers. That must be a dream. It is. Sometimes it's challenging and it's, of course. Um, it's uncertain, but I feel very blessed that, yes, I'm able to kind of turn it into something that, you know, I can do every day. I think that is really, really a blessing. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, you've managed in the whatever years since 2015, <laughs> managed to really be consistent with your style, actually. Your personality is so bubbly to begin with, and it's absolutely oh, reflected in your art and the flowers that you make. They're always so bubbly and happy and colorful and cheery. And somehow you've managed to maintain that kind of aesthetic without swaying too far from, from the line. So Tell us, how do you do that? Like, how does somebody who's searching for their why find a way to, one, confirm what their why is, you know, know what it is, and then also be able to dive deep into creating something that is reflective of themselves? Okay. Um, I think, firstly, figuring out your why, I, I think it takes a lot of self-reflection, right? Like being very self-aware. And for me, I think maybe I'll just talk a little bit about my why. It's really about finding joy in create paper flowers and also in the business. So I think that's quite important because sometimes we find joy just in the flowers, but not in the business part. So I find a lot of joy in the business part too, because I think it has helped me to grow as a person. And 
quite importantly, I do like the person I am when I'm making flowers and when I'm my own boss. Because um, to compare it with my first job out of college, I think I was very much a bitter, bitter person in that working environment. <laughs> Can I imagine that? <laughs> no, no, really, I truly was. It wasn't the best environment for me. I think mm-hmm. there was a lot of politics, drama, mm-hmm. and just having to kind of witness that injustice every day, you know, just things that didn't sit right with me, I think just turned me into a very bitter person. Mm-hmm. And you can ask my parents, I was like just black faced every day. <laughs> um, yes, it's, it's really, it's really the truth. Yeah. And I realized I really didn't like that person who I was mm-hmm. becoming because that work environment just wasn't um, good for me. Mm-hmm. And so comparing it to now where I feel like I find a lot of fulfillment and I feel that I get to be myself and stay true to myself without compromising any of my morals and values. I think that has really contributed to my why, you know, that has really motivated me to continue on this journey and working at it, even though it's challenging and even though I make mistakes, at least I can say that I've stayed true to myself Mm -hmm. and I'm happy with who I am. So I think to anyone who is looking for their why, you know, you do need to ask yourself, you know, do you like the person you are becoming, you know, with whatever you're making or doing? And Mm -hmm. if you're not, then you have to start questioning yourself and see like, how can you change that? You know, can you get yourself into a different environment and, you know, try different things? And yeah, <laughs> it, it does take trial and error, I would say. It does take time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, also don't give yourself so much pressure if you haven't figured it out yet. I think it does take some time. Yeah. I hope that answers the question. I'm not sure if I answered. Yeah, it really does. I think I, I want to add a little bit to that as you yeah, like keep that in mind. Like, are you following the path that you want to be is talk to other people. I think it's mm. so crucial to be able to bounce your ideas and to hear you talk about it. I think that confirms, does it feel right or mm-hmm. doesn't it feel? Because as females, we're all about feelings. And yes. if anything doesn't feel right, then you're doing something not quite you. Mm-hmm. Or, or And so you need to change your path a little bit. Maybe you need to experiment with you know, the more artistic mm-hmm. side, or maybe you need to jump on the business side for a while. I think that's the benefit of being a paper florist is you get to ride both paddles and you can be like, okay, I want to talk to people, go on the business side, Mm -hmm. you know, do the customer service, go network to build your business up. But then when you're an introvert, you're like, I just need to hidey hole and just make paper flowers. And the paper flowers is kind of like your comfort safer zone. Mm -hmm. And you can experiment, push the boundaries. And they won't yell at you. That's the best thing. They don't talk back. <laughs> that's what you do, which is so wonderful. And I'm, yeah, it's, I love making paper bars. I do have to admit, I have to take breaks from it. But when I do pick it back awesome. up again, it's that refresh, like, ah, oh, that feeling again. It's like, this mm-hmm. is why I'm doing it. And I just <laughs> absolutely love it. <laughs> I can totally relate 100% to everything you've just said. Like, I feel the exact same way. Sometimes I prefer to do the business side. Sometimes I prefer to just mm-hmm. hub it myself and just make flowers and, you know, ask the world to leave me alone. So I totally, yes, everything you just said, I, I totally <laughs> feel it. So, yes. Yay! I well, feel your like, perspective is, uh-huh. I think yeah. it's a really 
we haven't heard that perspective yet where somebody like what you just described was you didn't like the person you were turning into. And I think everyone can relate to that when they're doing a nine to five or 12 to 12, whatever it is. And they're like really questioning, like, do I want to come home angry and bitter and yes. and sour and impatient, uh. irritated? irritated? <laughs> like I remember coming home, I'd be like, so irritated. And my husband would be saying to me, like, right. are you sure you want to do this? Like, yeah. are you sure you don't want to change? Because yeah, who wants to live with someone who's bitter? <laughs> so like the fact that you said that, it did remind me. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it's it's not just about what you love. It's also about, well, what kind of person do you want to be when you're doing it? Do you want to be, yes. your, do, it should express the best self, your mm-hmm. best self and your best qualities and your strengths. And that's a really good reminder. Yeah. And yeah. And like you guys said too, I mean, I think the fun thing is being, I personally love the challenge of doing so many different things. I don't know about you, but like when you're on a job, sometimes you're doing the same, you might be doing the same thing over and over again, where you're like, this isn't challenging anymore. I've been doing this for 20 years. Like, great. I'm helping people, but it's not challenging like mentally or, or creatively. And so the fact that, yeah, Elaine, you mentioned that you could do this one day and then Quinn saying, well, if I want to be an introvert <laughs> that day, I don't want to talk to anyone. I can pull up myself and just make paper flowers. Like that, the beauty of being able to choose and yet have it aligned with your moods or who you want to be that day. That's such a wonderful gift. Mm-hmm. Eileen, my question to you about your aesthetic, tell us a little bit about that. Like how your flowers come to be, to reflect yourself so well. Okay. I don't really know how to answer that. I think it just came out of me. Like it's just I'm I'm drawn to, you know, cheerful colors and cheerful things. And yeah, it just I can't see myself doing anything else. Like I know some artists are really good at moody flowers that are like wilting, you know, and look really realistic. I, I just don't see myself doing that. I know it's beautiful, but mm-hmm. I, I just can't. So I've always stuck to, you know, just Cheerful, vibrant, colorful. And so far it has worked, so I'm just sticking to it. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe next year I'm, it might be different. I don't know how mm-hmm. maybe I'll evolve, but um so far, so far I've been just staying in that, you know, vibrant, happy zone. And you know, um, it even yeah. reflects in your butterflies and your insects. I'm just oh, that's amazed great, you know. by that. Your butterflies and your insects are so happy and cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> That is great to know. That's that's the whole point. Yes. I, I want yes, all my everything I create to kind of reflect some, you know, happiness and joy. So yeah, that's really good to know. Yes. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what's been keeping you busy. We heard there might be something published this year. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. So yes, I have written a book. Yeah, uh, it's a <laughs> craft book. So it is called Crepe Paper Blooms, Bugs, and Butterflies. This was actually a title that my publisher suggested. So um, I actually had a different title, which was like a bit lame. Now that I think about it, I wanted to call it like the gift of crepe paper flowers. And but no, I think now I, I prefer the, it's cuter that it's now it's crepe paper blooms, bugs, and butterflies. I think that reflects me a bit better. So yes, it's a book that I'm sharing kind of my secrets on how to make my favorite flowers, my favorite bugs. We have butterflies and moths and a beetle, a bee, a dragonfly. And I also share kind of my tips on how to 
wrap bouquets or display your flowers in pots. And yeah, it's really just kind of me sharing just all my secrets and my tips. And my goal is for anyone who has that book to kind of be able to create their own kind of little whimsical, colorful, crepe paper flower garden. And yeah, I hope everyone likes the book. Oh my gosh. What we've seen on your social media, it looks really amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, <laughs> I've just been trying to keep it like as colorful as possible. Really. Oh, did you yeah. photograph all the photos yourself? Yes, I did. And it was so stressful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what happened is um, usually for my publisher, what they would do is they would have the authors send their works to them and they will have their in-house photographer shoot the photographs for the book. But because COVID and, you know, I didn't feel comfortable just shipping my flowers across to the UK without me being there. For sure. So I told my publisher, hey, you know, I'll just do it myself. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I could challenge myself and I think yeah. I just shot myself in the foot. But it's okay because <laughs> it was a really good learning experience, I think. Even though it was very tedious, I think the design team from my publishers, they really helped me and they were very, they were very nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they would send me emails saying like, oh, hey, you know, thank you for the photos, but I think we can do better. So here's what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> and can I would be better. like, yeah, I would be like, oh, no. But, you know, um, <laughs> they, they were very helpful and they gave me the advice and tips to eventually, you know, help me shoot the photographs that are now in the book. So what I want to say to anyone who who will eventually buy the book is that, you know, I know the photographs are not 100% professionally styled and photographed, but they are 100% from me. And I did really work very hard on them. And, you know, they are my colors and how I would style them. So I think, um, yeah, I am very proud of the photographs. Even though they might you not compare be. to yes. other no, books on the shelf. You be. From what you showed us, sneak peeks, it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you. That, that was my yeah. biggest concern were the photographs. But yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how it all turned out. Yeah. Yay. Okay, I'm going to ask some technical yes. questions. Sure. I think a lot of people always want to know, like, what camera are you using? Did you use lighting? How, what's the process behind that? So, Ooh, for the, for the photographs? Okay, yeah. sure. I am using a DSLR, which is a, it's a Sony. I don't know what model it is. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> is it a mirrorless? Oh my goodness. No, it's I, a DSLR. I don't know how no, to answer okay. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, all I know about photography is I have a big chunky camera. That I bought <laughs> <from> my dad. <laughs> and it seems to be fine. It seems to be taking good pictures. And oh, my publisher told me to shoot in RAW. So yeah. apparently that's a format of photographs. So I shot in RAW and what I did, I bought a tripod that has that parallel stand yeah. arm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I used that. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty clueless. I just kind of just like, okay, this works. And for lighting, so I just... approachable though. Because other people, they don't know all these terminologies. So like, if she yes. can do it, I can do it. So, yeah. No, yes. anyone can do it. I, I would say... Go go to YouTube because I watched a lot of YouTube videos, <laughs> especially University. about lighting. Yes, lighting, yeah. the biggest concern for the photographs was um having good lighting, and I didn't actually buy any studio lighting at all. So what I did was I used baking sheets, mm-hmm. and I taped them over my window, 
And apparently that diffuses the sunlight so that you won't get very harsh shadows and contrast. It actually just makes everything look very even and nice. So that's kind of what I did. And I just took a million photographs and kind of sent them to my publisher. (laughs) And then they told me which ones worked and which ones didn't. So yeah, it was a big trial and error, but I'm really glad because I think I learned a lot about photography. Mm We were just trying it out for myself. The Awesome Boston Workshops are wrapping up and we're celebrating with the in-person party. We're hosting a workshop from May 13th to 15th at Hope Flower Farm and Winery in Virginia. We'll teach you how to make two new flowers and how to arrange your paper blue. Plus, internationally acclaimed fresh florist, educator, and designer Holly Chapel will teach you her Hollyish style of arranging using freshly cut flowers from her farm and you will arrange alongside her. Tickets are only limited to 20 students and they're available to purchase starting March 25th. But if you're one of our Awesome Blossom students and you have the golden ticket, you can grab a spot right now and save $500. Come and celebrate with us face-to-face. Head over to our website now and reserve your spot. We can't wait to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so wonderful. Having this amazing challenge to know that before you did this, you were at this level. And then when you do, did something, you're at a much higher level than what you were. So I, it's so gratifying when you challenge mm-hmm. it yourself. Is. It's definitely. Just looking at the, the pictures in the book, I'm like, oh, I did that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, do, I, I do feel a lot of pride in that book. It's really my baby. Sure. I think, Jesse, when you wrote your book, it's really your baby, isn't it? Yes. Like, it's another You're kid. very protective so, of it. Yes. That's the final result. It's because there's yeah. only so, so many things you can control, right? Like, yes. although I would say your photography is one of them. So if it's your style, it does translate a, really well in your book. If someone else did the photography and their style is completely different from yours. Exactly. It might be a little bit more difficult to feel like that book is yours, yours. you know? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that was another reason. Yeah. I mean, your style, I can see it in the photos of your book. Like, that's your style. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, I know who that is. But if it's someone else taking it, you can tell. I mean, they're they're a photographer. They're an artist themselves. So they might have a different interpretation of your your flowers. And they might take the photo in a way that maybe doesn't translate very well. Mm -hmm. I remember I was talking to Kate. (laughs) Yes, Kate. But I was also talking to... Jacqueline, Jacqueline Butler. So I had reached out to her when I was trying to decide if I would shoot the photos myself. And uh-huh. she had said to me, like, you know, don't doubt like your knowledge of shooting your own flowers, because if there's anybody who knows how to shoot it, it's you. And wow. I was thinking about it and I'm like, that's so true because our like paper flowers are not fresh flowers. So if you have a fresh flower photographer, shoot it. They're not going to know how to shoot it properly because it's about light. And there's a huge difference between fresh flowers that lets light through. It's translucent. There's water running through it. So it's a lot easier to capture it and make it look luminescent, I guess, than trying to capture paper flowers that doesn't have that same quality at all. And so if you are able to capture it in your own style and people connect with that, I actually think that's a huge advantage over anyone else. Like, let's say like you're the studio, you know, photographer for your publisher probably would not have any idea of how to shoot it in a way that looks pleasing. Like they can shoot it. Anybody can shoot flowers and just be like, you know, or anything, right? Just blah, blah, blah. You take a picture, but it might not express what you want to express in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the part Mm -hmm. of being an artist is that 
It's not just, oh, I made it and that's it. It's how do you style it? How do you show it off? How do you take photos of it? That's an expression in itself. So I think it's important as, as paper artists to recognize that we were the ones who know our flowers the best. We spent hours making it, (laughs) looking at it from different (laughs) angles. And, you know, we just look at it sometimes and be like, oh, I love how it looks on this side. That's like, that's a decision that you make. That's your choice. And your choices are what makes you unique as an artist. Um, And so I think, yeah, absolutely. I think your photos, I think the advantage of taking your photos yourself is being able to express yourself in more than just the three-dimensional sculpture. You're expressing yourself through your photography as well. And that's why I think your book looks a lot like you. It absolutely (laughs) does. Like it's not just color choices, but the angles that you take the photos, the way you lay your, your flowers out, like that's uniquely you. I don't think any other photographer would be able to express it in the same way or in the same manner. So yeah, no, I, I understand it's really stressful sometimes with so many things that you have to do for the book, but I think, I don't know. I think you made the right choice. I think you made the right call. I think your followers would love, like it screams, yeah, it screams. You. I lean on it. So yeah. I, that's that's the best thing to hear. So thank you. Thank you for saying that. That makes me very happy. <laughs> I'm gonna keep um, my coffee until I meet you so you sign the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goal. Give me priceless, <laughs> priceless signature. Jesse and I are gonna go and meet Eileen. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. One day, yes, we'll have a paper flower conference, <laughs> international yes. conference. Yeah. Yes, we will make that happen. Did you know that you wanted to write a book? Like, has that always been on your to-do list? Or was that just something that you were like, eventually thought, oh, you know what? I think I'm ready for this. Or, oh, I want to do this. So actually, before before this, it was really just like a fantasy to me. Like, a oh, it'll be really cool to write a book. But I'm going to, I might just wait until someone approaches me, right? Because usually, I think that's how that happens. And I think just being very inspired by, you know, like you, like Jesse and like Kate and just seeing all these publications coming up, I think that kind of probed me a little more, pushed me a little bit more. But really what happened was, um, the, the, the true story is the, the final push came when I was praying. So um, this, this is a story. Yes, it was New Year's Eve, 2020 going into 2021. So 2020, you know, COVID, it was COVID year. It wasn't great. And I remember, I think that New Year's Eve, it was night. I was just praying and, you know, like sharing my feelings, ranting a little bit. And then I felt like there was a vision of a book cover that was blue and had my flowers on it and had Miss Petal and Bloom on it. And I felt like God was kind of telling me like, hey, you know, why not give this a shot? And I was like, yeah, actually, why not? Because COVID actually, you know, canceled some events for 2021 and freed up some time. So now looking back, it was actually a great time to get into writing a book because if I was staying at home for that long a period, I could actually put that into writing a book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the origin story was really like, if I hadn't received that vision, and I apologize if I'm getting too religious, but that was really what happened to me. Like I, if, if it wasn't for that little push, I don't think I would have done it. But yeah, I, I felt like he was pushing me to, to do it. And so, yeah, I reached out to Jesse and Kate to ask for advice. And they so generously um, generously shared 
a lot of tips and shared about their experiences. And then I went to research publishers that I could approach. And yeah, I just emailed them. I just, you know, gave it a shot. And I knew that no matter what, even if no one got back to me, at least I would have tried and I wouldn't have regretted it. So that was how it all started. Yeah. So proud of you. Oh my gosh. To take this initiative, to follow through and get it, and then to actually do all the hard work. Because I mean, everyone that we talk to that talks about writing a book, it's like giving birth because it's so long. (laughs) It's actually longer. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's longer longer than my mind. (laughs) Really. I thought it would be quick because I had no idea. So I asked my publisher how long it would take. And she gave me the timeline and I was like, wow, it's actually, it takes longer than a year. Like I was surprised. So I was like, okay, but it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm nearing the end. So it's, it's all good. This is the really exciting part. It, is, <laughs> it actually yeah. like gets released to the world because everything you've been doing is like at home and you're like, you know, yes. nobody gets to My see any cocoon. of that hard work. But once it comes out, like, yeah, you'll be a published author. It's really cool. It's so awesome. It doesn't feel real yet, actually, <laughs> to be honest. Like, cause, because I don't have the book in my hands, like it doesn't feel very real. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think, I don't know. <laughs> we'll it's going to be wonderful. In hand, when is your book being released? How can people order it? And how can us, the community, help promote this book to get word out? So the book will be officially released, I think, worldwide on May 10th, 2022, this year. The easiest way to get it would be through Amazon and Book Depository, but it should be available in all the big major bookstores as well. And yeah, if you have any questions about the book, you can always ask me, drop me a message on Instagram. And yeah, if you could promote it like through Instagram, that would be really cool too. I would love that. And I would really appreciate any support. Yeah. So how can we tag? Because, you know, Instagram is all about tagging and promoting and letting people know that we're tagging you along with it. So who should we be tagging along with Miss Petal and Bloom? You could tag my publisher, maybe David and Charles. You could hashtag, I know it's very long, but it's the title of my book. So hashtag create people, blooms, bugs, and butterflies. And yeah, I think that'll, that'll be great. I should be able to find it through there. Yeah. Perfect. Yay. You guys call out, do your job. Help promote this book. <laughs> <laughs> Spread the word. That would be great. Thank you. Yes, thank you in advance for helping me. Of course. I think the more people that we get to fall in love with crepe paper, the more that we can get better crepe paper colors, more vendors um, to promote it, and for us to be able to source things. Because, I mean, with COVID, the imports has become a lot more difficult. And I think as we get more demand for it, that in return will say, hey, each of these countries needs more crepe paper. So we got to pump it out and send it over and the price will go down. It's, it's all about you know, benefiting from this. <laughs> I do think there has been an amazing blossoming of crepe paper flower artists. I mean, just to sidetrack a little bit, yes. like just on Instagram, on my amazing. explore feed, it's just so many new artists that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just so amazed that they're starting out at a really high level. Mm-hmm. And also we have so many books coming out this year. Yeah. Yes. Like we have Susan's book as well, A Pedal and yes. so I'm like, mm-hmm. this is so great for the community. It's a win-win. Everybody yeah. wins. So, so yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. It's it awesome. Is. I think it's because of all these books, all these educators are really 
helping because I mean, all of us here, we are all self-taught. We had to figure out how does the yes. paper pull? How does mm-hmm. it cut? How do how can we cut it? How can we cut it fast? Mm-hmm. How can we cut it precise? And now we have all these amazing tutorials and educators and books that just gives you all the nine one one. Yes, oh my so gosh. Of course, it's amazing. Yeah, totally. I love it so much. But I think it also pushes everyone to like, how can I make this better? Which is like a really nice competitive way, but it's a great way to learn and to push yourself. Is like, how can I make this better? Mm-hmm. Versus the negative part of like, oh, she did this. I can't do that. I mean, change your mindset and just say, I can do this better. And just like yeah. push yourself because you will. Because the more you practice and the more you do, it's just, I mean, there's going to be a positive result from it. You're going to learn from your mistakes. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> As we all have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so your book is near the end. What are you going to do to celebrate? How are you going to pamper yourself? <laughs> I'm going shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I like to shop for clothes. And that, that makes me sound a little materialistic. But I think I enjoy the experience of shopping more. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't have to buy anything. I just really like going into the fitting room and trying on different clothes and finding something you know, if I find something great, that makes me happy. If not, it's okay too, you know, because it's just, you know, clothes should be fun, I feel. Yeah. So so clothes, shoes, fashion, I think it should be fun. It should make you happy. So that's what I, I hope to do. Just, just spend a day shopping. Aw, that's a luxury that. nowadays, isn't it? It, it? it is, it is. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, since, since COVID struck, you know, I, I think it's definitely reminded us that there's there's a lot of things that we take for granted Mm -hmm. even like going into a store and trying on clothes so now now that you know the stores are open I'm like just enjoying every minute of it (laughs) (laughs) I know that's not the standard answer but I was like that's no no shopping shopping. therapy I used to do that all the time (laughs) online shopping (laughs) I love shopping so fun oh my gosh oh man Oh, it's been wonderful talking to you. It's, Thank you. Yeah, catching up and hearing about your why and hearing about your book. It's so, so exciting. We are <sighs> so thrilled for you. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Thank you so much. I mean, you two have been just so great at, you know, motivating people. And, you know, I, I just also think that you two have done such a good job at reminding people of, you know, to take care of yourself and to find out, you know, your why. I think that's also important. And for example, for me, I didn't really really think about my why until you asked me. And so I really spent a few days trying to figure out, okay, I I do find joy from flowers, but from which aspect? So Mm -hmm. I really um, set myself down and really thought through it. So I thought it, it was really helpful for me. And now moving forward, at least I know I can go back to this. And I know my why in a very concrete way now. So I, I I think we need more people like you that that really you know, um, <laughs> ask those questions. <laughs> well, you've been you such know? a great yeah. supporter of yes. our podcast. I mean, you were our very first first patron. Patron, yes. yeah. Like, and we cannot thank you enough for mm-hmm. your continued support. Like, it means so much to us. It honestly does. Like, it keeps us going. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, oh, definitely. Okay. Thank you, so much. <laughs> you know, I'm very, so, very happy to help. I just yeah. wish there was there was some someone that could just pay for all the podcasts. You know, like some big <laughs> one company. Day, one day. I think that'd be great if they just sponsor everything. Even if they, if you need to do ads, that's fine. I just you know, that'd be a team. Okay, good to hear. You'll be okay with some ads. <laughs> no, no, I think ads. All the podcasters have, you know, the big podcasts. Yeah, they, they do. Ads. It's yeah. true. They do. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm totally fine with that. that that's they how they funny, survive, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ads are yeah. fine. We yeah. are. We, we're getting we, there slowly. We're getting there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a step by step. Yes. Yeah, yes. Step by step. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Oh, thank you so much. We really no, appreciate thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you to you two for your time to record and compile all the information i mean i i just don't know how you two do it really with help with lots help, of help um, now lots feet of help. in front of the other <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no thank you so much for spending the hour with us it's been such a pleasure oh no it's, it's been really a great pleasure for me to to catch up and to see both mm-hmm. of you that's great yeah, yeah. We would love to thank you, our listener, and especially our patrons for supporting our podcast, Paper Talk, and for making Season 5 possible. 